They have updated their wreck again at Capshaw and Dupree Worthy. They now say no injury and no blockage. 36 in Collins Hill and Morgan County. Same situation there. 2030 Fast Track makes your clothes fall off, and you can still get Black Friday pricing. Save 40% off the price of their program. Enjoy the holidays and wait till January to start losing your weight. 2030Huntsville.com. Captain Nick in the Jordan Lane Popeye Skywatch Traffic Center for WTKI. I'm Dr. Joel Pickett at the Spine and Neuro Center. Over time, the bones in the lower back can overgrow, leading to cramping and pain in the legs. Fortunately, there is a microsurgery where a small incision less than one inch in length can decompress those nerves. Most folks are able to be discharged from the hospital the same day. Our neurosurgeons are highly trained in dealing with problems of not only the nerves, but also the spinal bones. Take the first step toward finding relief that's right for you. The Spine and Neuro Center at Huntsville Hospital. Call 533-1600. common sense, and a few gray hairs to the table through his many, many years of experience. I'm trying to think, but nothing happens. This is Fred Holland. (laughs) 1450 AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI Talk. Well, we still have the S word in the forecast, but it's going to get to 41, and um, by the end of the day, you might see some, they're saying little or no snow accumulation, so don't get too excited. Down to 24 tonight as it clears out of here. Wind chill is going to be the big deal. 19 to 29 tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Phil Kirpin, uh, it's 40 now. Uh, Phil Kirpin is president of American Commitment. Also, uh, this thing called the uh, the Committee to Unleash Prosperity, which has been keeping us updated on some of this um, COVID stuff. Uh, Phil, revisiting this whole thing with um, artificially setting prices for um uh for seniors for drugs is uh, i guess how they're charged abroad by those bureaucrats um not helping seniors in the long run you say but this whole thing is a bigger mess isn't it well uh drug pricing is a very difficult issue for the simple reason that uh you know the other rich countries get a free ride off of us we're paying the costs of research and development for basically the uh, entire world, the other rich countries have government set prices. Uh, you know, the poor countries don't pay much, but I don't begrudge them that. They don't have much. But, you know, Europe, Japan, Canada, they basically get a free ride from us. They say, hey, if the U.S. is going to pay the full freight, then we'll pay a fraction and we'll get, uh, you know, the drugs for a lot less. And it's a very, un- it's a very unfair, unreasonable state of affairs. And, of course, We've been trying to deal with this for years, and, you know, this current policy that the Trump administration has just adopted is sort of just kind of giving up and saying we're just going to be like the rest of the world, because at least in Medicare Part B, which is physician-administered drugs, we're now going to pay whatever the lowest price is in the other rich countries. So, you know, we're basically telling the drug companies, hey, whatever the government set price is in another country that you've been willing to say yes to, that's now what you get in the U.S. And, you know, that's going to feel good in the near term, of course. And you pay a lot less uh, for those drugs if you're if you're someone who needs a physician administered drug in Medicare, uh, the price is going to go down quite a lot, and uh, you know that's going to feel good in the near term. Uh, the problem is that in the long term it undercuts the incentives, especially if this becomes a trend and we see it move into other programs and into the private market, and we end up essentially adopting uh, government set foreign prices as our prices. Well, you know, 
it's going to be very hard to justify uh, to investors spending billions of dollars developing a new drug if instead of one place in the world where you can really make a significant return on investment, there are zero. And so, you know, I think the key to what Trump is trying to do is he wants to do it's sort of a two-step thing. He wants to do this, and then he wants to get really tough in trade negotiations and basically tell these countries, you've got to let your prices rise and meet us in the middle somewhere so that there's still enough of an incentive. That's what I was you know, wondering here, short. Phil. Is is this more, in, and is it also a shot across the bow at the drug companies? You know, because this yeah. it's socialism on his part, obviously, and you go, why are you doing this? On the second hand, you know, the second hand of this is, is the fact that the drug companies have been pretty much running amok. And, and, and basically, this goes back to government picking winners and losers, right? This, this is it, 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 it. This is where we could end up with all our industries if we're not careful, right? It's dangerous. Look, whenever we think something's too expensive, the simplest, uh, you know, quote-unquote solution is just to have government say, okay, we're going to set a price and it's going to be much lower. In most areas, it becomes very obvious what the problem is right away. So, I mean, if you put price controls on gasoline, you have a shortage, you have long lines, people can't get it. They they go crazy and you, you reverse them. Uh, you know, you put price controls on prescription drugs, it's a little bit trickier because the shortage you cause is of new cures, new medicines, and people don't know what they're missing out on. All they know is the stuff they've got is cheaper, and so it's in some ways more insidious and more difficult to reverse. Um, obviously, you know, what the, the shot that Trump is trying to take at these drug companies is sort of, hey, stop saying yes to these foreign government yeah. set prices. Start telling them they got to pay more or you're not going to sell there. And, you know, and, and you know, of course, they've got current contracts and that kind of thing makes it a little tough to do that. But, you know, eventually, I think the idea is, you know, the rich country should all be paying more or less the same price, and it should be somewhere in between, uh, you know, what the other countries are paying and what we're paying and kind of meet in the middle. We pay less, they pay more. You still have those strong incentives. What I worry about, though, Fred, is um, if we don't have a second Trump term, which now looks like it's the case, how easy is it for a Democratic administration to say, oh, this is a great bipartisan idea. We're just going to adopt foreign prices in the U.S. and do the easy part without the hard part and yeah. follow it up with the trade negotiations. True. And, uh, you know, yeah, but I mean, you know, the, you, you, if you were to apply this to another product, let's just pick a car. All right. <laughs> um, Ford Escape. If Ford was selling them at twice or three times the price in the U.S. that they were selling them elsewhere, we would be outraged, wouldn't we? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a little bit more difficult with a physical product because the actual manufacturing costs are such a big percentage of the retail price that it's hard to do it. I mean, maybe something like a movie would be a better example. But, yeah, look, I mean, it's people – no one's going to begrudge – poor countries that don't have any money getting something cheaper than rich countries. But when Europe and Japan and Canada are paying a fraction of what we are, you know, people hate it. I understand. I hate it. It's an outrageous state of affairs. The question is, how do you fix it uh, without making things worse? You know, how do you fix it without just saying, we give up, we're going to be like these other countries and, uh, you know, undercut the incentive for innovation in R&D? But we're two-tiered in a lot. Of, uh, can you hang around? Because I want to get to this. We do have two-tiered stuff. We have some people living in nice houses and some people living at a rescue mission. That's two-tiered, right? I want to get to some of that. <laughs> Hang on, all right?
converting your warped view into something more realistic. 1450 AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI Talk. With a Bloomberg Business of Sports report, I'm Michael Barr. While NFL teams are restricting crowds, the Dallas Cowboys want to increase fan attendance. So far, the team's five home games have drawn about 129,000 fans. According to the New York Times, that is by far the most of any team in the league. Rules in Texas to prevent the spread of COVID-19 limit attendance at AT&T Stadium to half its capacity of more than 100,000. On Thanksgiving, more than 30,000 fans were in attendance at the stadium. The postponed Tokyo Olympics are getting a kickstart. Local organizers announced a series of 18 test events set to begin in March and run into May. The Tokyo Olympics are set to open on July 23rd after being postponed eight months ago because of the COVID-19 pandemic. And that is a Bloomberg Business of Sports report. I'm Michael Barr, brought to you by Granger. With supplies and solutions for every industry, Granger is always there to help. Call clickgranger.com slash safety or just stop by. What's in store this holiday at your local Staples? Decking the halls with custom cards and invitations. Staples makes connecting with clients and loved ones easy with hundreds of holiday templates you can customize and call your own. And now for a limited time, get 50% off select custom cards and invitations. Some can even be printed same day. So deck the halls for less this year at Staples. Shop in store or order online. Ends 12-5-20. Limit one. Visit staples.com slash holiday cards or store for details. For the one standing guard, for the eagle-eyed, for the knights in shining armor, and for all those who support them, we are Granger, your experienced safety partner, offering supplies and solutions for every industry, committed to helping keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com slash safety or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Integrated Behavioral Health is pleased to announce the addition of a new child psychiatrist to our practice. Join us in welcoming Dr. James Harper to the Huntsville-Madison-Decatur in Athens community. Dr. Harper is a board-certified child and adolescent psychiatrist, working with children and adolescents ages 5 to 17 with a wide range of diagnoses. Now accepting new patients. Make your appointment today. Log on IBHUS.com. Integrated Behavioral Health. Wellness is within your reach. Morning, Uglyville! Every ugly doll is unique. I'm Moxie. Bobo. Wait. Those close to me call me Slick Doll. Which is not his name. And every child is, too. They can be pretty lovable. That's why when you travel, you should make sure your child is in the right seat for their age and size. That sounds pretty great to me. Keep them safe by visiting NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Isn't that right, gibberish cat? <laughs> Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. The Mets, meet the Mets. You cat person, Daryl? I am. Love him since I was three years old. Vicious creature. Able to pet the pussycat and keep you informed. Fred Holland on WTKI Talk. You don't say, Phil, you're the only one Scotty plays this for. You're the only Mets fan we know, actually. 
I got to tell you, we had a new owner who uh, seems to be competent, so maybe things are turning around. Just maybe. Hey, it, it's been, it was a weird baseball season. It's been, a, it's been obviously a weird football season. I mean, he can't be as bad as the last owner. Uh, <laughs> it can only be an improvement. Uh, Phil Carpenter, an American commitment. He's the president. And I, hey, I want to, uh, again, props to you guys for continuing the commitment to Unleash Prosperity uh, hotline newsletter. It has been, uh, you've kind of kept us sane on this COVID stuff because. Did the, uh, did the delivery issues get resolved? Yes. We've been getting, uh, we've been getting updates regularly. And, uh, I, look, I like the, the, the fact that, that there's some sanity at the politics of COVID has frustrated so many people. And I'm, I dare say now may have led to the deaths of some people because what do we have? I guess yesterday I saw a headline where they'd had more more deaths from suicide in Japan than they've had from COVID last month. They had more and they had more suicides in one month than they had COVID deaths in the whole year. Uh, wow! I don't think it's that extreme in most other countries because Japan has lower COVID deaths than most other countries. But you know, it's certainly in the younger age brackets in the U.S. It's been true. It's definitely been true in the pediatrics among children, uh, unfortunately, and it's been true uh, in the younger adult age brackets as well. I mean, we've seen a very dramatic increase in suicide and drug overdose. And you know, pe- people people almost forget, but you know, we're still in an opioid epidemic. Epidemic. I mean, yeah. you know, they, we're, we're in, you know, over the last 10 years, uh, life expectancy has basically gone down almost every year in this country because of the opioid epidemic, which is unheard of. Over the past, you know, 100 plus years, we've never had a period of time like that. And so you, you layer the lockdowns and the isolation and the restrictions on top of an already existing sort of mental health and drug epidemic. And the numbers you get are just insane. I mean, there was a CDC study. Uh, that asked people uh, if they had seriously contemplated suicide within the past month, and they asked this at the beginning of July. So they were basically asking, you know, had you seriously contemplated suicide in the month of June? And among uh, young adults 18 to 24, it was over 25% said yes to that. Uh, the mm. last number we had before the pandemic was 11%. Now, 11% was already a really scary number, and now it more than doubled. And so, uh, you know, we don't have the final suicide numbers anywhere in the U.S. because uh, in, in the U.S., the theory is you, you don't report those for a couple of years because you don't want people to uh, sort of copycat it, I guess. They, mm-hmm. they yeah, can they, yeah, I, there's a technical term for it, I forget, but basically they don't want to hype suicide numbers too much in the U.S. for fear that that'll actually make them worse. And so we don't have numbers on the actual number of suicides, but we do have some surveys that show these, you know, the amount of suicidal thoughts, and uh, they've really been disturbingly high. And you know, in the places that are not New York City, that are not Chicago, that haven't had these really bad COVID outbreaks, you know, there's a high likelihood that the increase in suicides is going to end up being more uh, than COVID. Certainly in the young age brackets among the older probably not but um, among the older we have a different problem which is the isolation uh, especially for long-term care facilities that have limited or prohibited visitation uh, the isolation is causing a lot of deaths uh, as well uh, just out of neglect and the lack of contact with loved ones and so we're seeing a lot of deaths as a result not of the disease we're seeing those too obviously but but a result of our policy responses to it you know, we're gonna, there are going to be books written about this, obviously. There will be different angles and everything else, but th- this is the first time we've ever, we've ever restricted the movement of well people 
which is <laughs> it's been strange. I hope it's the last time. I, I mean, hope it is too. Lessons, but and the thing that's crazy is you look at all these places that are basically repeating the same mistakes from the spring and the fall, like they learn nothing. And yeah. you know, it's really interesting because you look you look at sort of the plain states that have had this this you know, sort of this severe outbreak in the fall. And they all rose and fell together. You know, South Dakota, North Dakota, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana. They all sort of rose and fell. They all peaked around two weeks ago, and they're all falling now. And it didn't make any difference whether they did lockdowns or shut down businesses, restaurants, bars. It didn't make a difference if they ordered masks. I mean, they all sort of rose and fell together. I think it's very clear that this is a seasonal phenomenon that's occurring regionally. We don't really understand the factors that drive it, whether it's, you know, humidity or temperature or solar radiation, whatever it is, mm-hmm. we don't really understand it, but it's pretty clear that our policy responses are very limited in their ability to affect it, to have an out, to, to, to alter the course of uh, what this virus wants to do. Um, so we need to think a lot harder about what the negative consequences are, because those are the things we're sure about. Uh, we should be a lot more sure about the negative consequences than any positive, which seems to be pretty limited. And I think this sadly has a lot to do with political power, which is another scary thing, and we ought to be paying attention to that. And follow the leader also. You know, yeah. they, they politicians <laughs> copy what the other politicians are doing. I mean, it's incredible, but that's the number one factor that determines whether you're going to have harsh lockdown measures and so forth. It's not the course of the disease. It's what are your neighbors doing yeah that's nuts uh i want to circle back around to this drug uh this drug thing uh, look i i agree with you i think the president doing this in the short uh if you're looking at it strictly from a from a price control thing i think it's a disaster i, I tend to think how our president has acted is this is more of a negotiation tool with the drug companies but the drug companies aren't alone i mean look at how we picked winners and losers during the pandemic the multinational companies did fine small business took it on the chin they were the ones expected to take to make the sacrifice and we continue to do this we have companies that are bigger than some countries and if we don't get a handle of that that's that crony capitalism thing if we don't get a control of that i don't think we have a republic do we yeah, that was one of the most outrageous aspects of all of these lockdowns and restrictions is that for some reason somebody somewhere decided, you know, big box stores and, and chain stores are uh, somehow safer than mom and pop and uh, should be open while their small competitors are closed or heavily restricted. And you know, that it, it's so outrageous and unfair on its face. And, uh, you know, I, it kind of makes you hope that if there are going to be another round of lockdowns, they would do the opposite just to even things out, close the big box and uh, <laughs> let mom and pop be open. Um, you know, I, I think that um, just the arbitrariness of all of these restrictions shows how, how ill-conceived they all are, and it has been incredibly unfair, and we've seen a massive number of businesses go under. But the thing, one of the most remarkable things about you know the past year is that we've also seen record business starts in this country. So yeah. you can't really hold down, you know, do new delivery, this, that, or the other thing, new online, this, that, or the other thing. And so, you know, one of the great things about the American people is you ban a bunch of things, you put a lot of people out of business, and it's you know tragic and outrageous and so forth, but a lot of those people are going to figure out a new business idea the next day and go to it. And so we are actually seeing a lot of uh, business creation as well. So that's you know, to try to see uh, a positive in, in all this destruction. That's a good that's a good thing. You know, even in restaurant design, I'm noticing now uh, we, we got some uh, some new fast food kind of places going here and there. The model has been more for drive-through and more for takeaway and less sitting in the dining room. I mean, that's that's the new reality, right? 
Yeah, big shift to that. I mean, the restaurants that have done well have been the ones that have a robust takeout and delivery business, and uh, you know, the ones that really depended on you know high prices, sit down. They've they've done uh, they they've really been hammered, or they've adapted uh, to a different model. But yeah, I mean, especially in these states that shut down indoor dining or restricted it heavily uh, as they move into winter, I, I don't. I don't know how you I don't know how you expect people to sit outside uh so it's going to become even more of a problem I think or and but but to your point you know we're seeing very rapid adaptation in that industry uh I just hope that you can still find a good sit-down restaurant after this is all done. You know, like, you know, people adapt; they can adapt back. I hope, but you know, especially for the servers, uh, I mean, they've just been hammered. Their jobs have been eliminated in mass. How do we deal with this in the long term? I mean, you know, government orders you to shut down, and you you have no way to. And, and of course, we doled out a lot of money. We're talking trillions of dollars here. That's that's going to get worse. It, whether it's Biden or Trump, right? I mean, there's going to be more money doled out. And that's 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 well, very anti-intuitive, you know. It depends. These Georgia elections, uh, they're going to have a two trillion dollar impact on taxpayers. I think that if Republicans hold the Senate, we're going to get a one trillion dollar spending bill, which is bad enough. But if Democrats have the Senate, it's going to be three trillion. So without exaggeration, taxpayers have about two trillion dollars on the line uh, in these Georgia elections. Wow. Phil Kirpin, President of American Commitment, as always, we appreciate it, my friend. All right. Have a good one. not all rocket science. Fred Holland on 1450 AM and 105.3 FM WTKI Talk. Just got a wreck reported on Addison Park. That's in a neighborhood off Research Park. It is coming in as an injury type. That's our only working accident. Are you tired of the mask and hose? Dr. Sandman is offering $500 off the Somnodin. Insurance approved and easy to use. It's an oral device for sleep apnea and snoring. 350-CARE or RandallSandlin.com. Captain Nick in the Popeye 72 and Jeff Skywatch Traffic Center for WTKI Talk. All across the nation, we are here for our communities. We're doing our part to get supplies where it's needed in order to fight COVID-19 together. It feels good to be out there to assist our community. I would like our friends and family to know that your National Guardsmen are always ready and always there. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the Alabama Army National Guard. Aired by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. For decades, Bob Davies at Davies Auto Service Center has been taking care of our personal and company vehicles. And I've mentioned this many times. Bob shoots you straight. What kept me coming back all those years was the things Bob said we didn't need yet. And we did need a major repair. Bob was reasonable. Another thing from Davies Auto Service Center you're not going to get from other auto repair shops? One-year warranty on parts and labor. You like what you drive. You want to keep it on the road. Maybe you're shooting for that mileage milestone. And besides, it's cheaper than a car payment. So call Bob Davies at Davies Auto Service Center, the Blue Building, 10th Avenue and Triana Boulevard, between Bob Wallace and Governor's Drive in Huntsville. Davies Auto Service Center, 256-534-2704. That's Davies Auto Service Center, 256-534-2704. 2704. If you're 85 or younger, would you like peace of mind and comfort for your family? 
We're Final Expense Direct with an urgent message for you. The average funeral today costs over $8,000, but the most you'll get from government benefits is $255. How will your family pay the difference? We can help. Our senior plans start as low as just a dollar a day and pay up to $30,000 for a funeral and other final expenses. Peace of mind is easy. There's no medical exam. You'll have lifetime coverage, and your plan can't be canceled as long as you pay your premiums. Call now for free information about our senior plans. Answer a few simple questions and receive approval right on the phone. Plus, call right now, and we'll give you a discount prescription card for free. Call 800-526-7931. That's 800-526-7931. Again, 800-526-7931. For many people, the week of Thanksgiving marks the beginning of holiday decorating. I'm Danny Lippert with tips for today's homeowner. Stay tuned, and we'll talk about a door wreath done right, right after this. There's no place like home for the holidays or HomeDepot.com for holiday decor with Black Friday prices inside and out like artificial Christmas trees starting at just $39.98 or outside lights and playful inflatables to bring joy to the neighborhood. Order online and you'll even get free delivery. Holiday decorating improved with a wide assortment of holiday decor from HomeDepot.com. How doers get more done. Free standard shipping on most online orders over $45. Some exclusions apply while supplies last. It's time to start displaying those outside holiday decorations. Yard art and twinkling lights are easy, but when it's time to put up the wreath on the front door, how do you hang it? A nail will certainly do the job, but it isn't very attractive and neither is the hole it leaves behind. If you use door decorations, often it might be worth buying a more attractive hanger like a cup hook or a door hook made from brass. Here's another trick you can try. Loop some fishing line around a thumbtack and stick the tack onto the top edge of the door. Press it down flush so the door will open and close. Then you can hang the wreath on the fishing line, but be sure to pad the back side of the wreath so that it doesn't scratch the door if it swings back and forth. I'm Danny Lipford with Tip for Today's Homeowner. If the Declaration of Independence says we're created... Doesn't matter. Declaration of Independence has no validity under the law. I notice you said it's unconstitutional. Did you say it's undeclarational? It is. It is undeclarational. Yes. That's one hell of an argument, and I love it. Oh, yeah. Can you feel that, buddy? Handle on the Law, Saturday nights from 9 to midnight on WTKI Talk. of fear, World Vision has been there for the most vulnerable. For the last 70 years, we've stood with kids and families during some of the world's hardest times. Through natural disasters, war, and disease, delivering life-saving aid and support, helping rebuild lives, and empowering entire communities to lift themselves out of poverty. And we're doing the same today. Because rising to these challenges is in our DNA. And with every act of courage, faith, and love, at home and abroad, we do more than just stop the spread of fear. We replace it with hope. Learn more at worldvision.org.
WTKI Talk. Find out more about your favorite shows at WTKIRadio.com. Better not pout, I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. Oh, that's old blue eyes. Every day of the week. Yeah, my uh, my my uh, my bride says he can't sing. I remember you saying that about yeah. her. Well, you know, and she heard Nancy, and she said, "No, she has a great voice." What happened to her dad? I I love Frank's voice. Oh, it's just is awesome. The best part about it is so distinguishable. Now that may be as I mean, he's no Pavarotti or anybody like that. But he's just kind of got that uh, suave, you know, hey, me and Dean. Swave and DeBoner? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think Frank was Swave and Dean Martin was DeBoner. I guess if so. I, if I had to pick. Yeah. 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 Or they probably were both DeBoners. In you know, it, it, is, uh, it is one of those, you look at the, the great thing about, have you watched Holiday Inn yet? Uh, or not, or not, what's, what's the new title? It was Holiday Inn, well, and now it's called White Christmas. White Christmas, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, with bing Yeah, yeah. I saw Motel Six. I didn't see Holiday Inn, though. You know, Motel Six. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, very good. That's more my speed. Uh, and then, of course, there's the Ralphie movie. We have all. Everybody's got their favorites. We watched the Christmas Chronicles, the first one, and apparently uh-huh. there's a second one now. Okay. With Kurt Russell as Santa. Well, how about that? Kind of hard to get it. <laughs> and, and, uh, pretty soon you just forget it's Kurt Russell. Yeah. He does okay. It's kind of like when Billy Bob does Dirty Santa or what, Bad Santa, I think yeah. it is. Uh, not recommended. I loved Bad Santa. Uh, I thought it was a nice distraction. Oh, that, that it would be. <laughs> <laughs> it distracted uh, you know, Brad Pitt's former wife for a while anyway. So. All right. Here we go. Uh, we got a chance to shower. Uh, rain before two. Uh, it was 40% chance of some kind of precept today. Uh, rain and snow mix between 2 and 5, and then a chance snow showers after 5. They're saying little or no accumulation expected. Kind of depends on where you are. Not good for the inflatables. Wind gusts to 25. <laughs> no! Stop! At least we're not implorables out there in the, in uh, there the yard. You go. Yeah. Uh, slight chance of snow showers before 8 p.m., and then we got scattered flurries into the night. Uh, chance precip overnight is 20%. We're going to see gradual clearing. We'll get down to 24 tonight. And then tomorrow is going to be, shall we say, blustery. We could see. We shall. Mm-hmm. Sunshine 44, but the wind chill is going to feel like 19 to 29. I remember when I used to feel that. <sighs> Yeah, give me the old WC any day. It's bone chilling now. Uh, we'll get down to 25 for Tuesday night. Uh, we warm up a little bit. Uh, 53 is the high tomorrow, uh, or Wednesday. Uh, and then we will see a low of 34, so we'll be above freezing uh, as we get into the rest of the week. Friday night, we're back below freezing again, 31 for both Friday night and Saturday night. But the good news is we have sunshine for Saturday, 50. Sunny for Sunday, 53. So that's where we settle in for the first weekend in December. So you're saying if you're Frank and or Dean, your deboners will be chilling this week. Uh, or your Frank and Sense. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Or your Dean and Sense. I'm so, sounding like you. Yeah, no. It's rub- I need to be very careful. I finally rubbed off uh, on me. <laughs> it's about time. I've worked very hard. So we exit. We have a few surprises for you in December. We'll be we'll we'll uh, kind of lay that out there. We're going to have some interesting things going on uh, as we get into the uh, as we get into the the next month here, uh, the last month of the year. And enough people 
more people have mentioned beyond reason to me, uh, but I think it's reasonable to assume this because of what we've all been through, can't wait for 2020 to be over. They just can't. Just can't wait for 2020 to be gone, to be histoire. Just out of here. Well, one country artist talked about having Texas in the rear view, but I guess 2020 has taken its place. Oh, my Lord. It's just, uh, I think most people are ready for something else, anything else. Well, you're not going to get anything else in the AP Top 25. Same four teams are there. Alabama with its uh, impressive win over Auburn uh, over the weekend. Uh, continues to have 62 first-place votes. They are the undisputed number one at 8-0. Notre Dame's number two at 9-0. Ohio State, head-scratcher. Four, four wins, and they're number three. Now, what is the rule if they don't... If they, they have to have played so many games to make it to the... There's a minimum number. There's a minimum number of mm-hmm. games, yeah. So they're at 4-0 and right now. So if another COVID thing rears... <laughs> rears uh, its head and Ohio State can't play, if they haven't played enough games, they're just out of it. Uh, Clemson is number four at 8-1 and, and waiting in the wings. Look, anybody trips up... And Texas A&M continues to play the way they're they're six and one. Jimbo's got them looking good, man. This mound kid, he's a uh, senior, I think, too. He better be. He's been, he seems like he's, he's been, been seems like he's been there for like six years, yeah. doesn't it? Uh, and then you've got uh, Florida in at number six. They're seven and one. Cincinnati. This look. This is the part that's a little, I think, unfair. Cincinnati and BYU. They're seven and eight, uh, respectively. Uh, Cincinnati's eight and zero. BYU's nine and zero. They're in the top ten, but come on, people! Good Lord, and they have—I I mean, they haven't had. Well, I guess BYU's had sort of a powder puff schedule because they were going to play all those yeah. Big Ten teams, and they had to schedule others. But that's not their fault. No, but you can't play favorites just like with Ohio State. No, you well, can't let them in. Yeah, you know. No, it's going to have to shake out the way mm-hmm. it shakes out. Uh, Coastal Carolina is number fourteen. They continue to win. They they go up two points. Uh, from number 16 to number 14, they're 9 and 0. Marshall right behind them from Conference USA, 7 and 0. They go, they jump from 17 to 15. A um, couple of other notables, Northwestern. Uh, they, they had a drop. They went from 11 to yeah, 16. Yeah, they were doing so well. Yeah, they were 5 and 0 until this weekend. Uh, and then you have Oklahoma State, the Cowboys continuing to climb. They're at number. Uh, 19, they go up from 21. They're 6 and 2. Three new entries to the poll. Uh, Washington, the Huskies are 3 and 0. Uh, Iowa, 4 and 2. And Liberty climbs back into the top 25 after falling out a couple weeks ago. Uh, they're at 9 and 1, and they're the number 25 team in the country. And you had wild action in the pros yesterday. You may have covered them, and I just didn't hear it. Indiana, where are they in there still? Oh, Indiana's still there. Excuse okay. me. They're, uh, they're, they're, uh, they went from 12 to 10. Okay. They so lost, they're in the top 10. They lost yeah. last week. Yeah. And, uh, well, they lost to Ohio State. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. So your top 10 is Alabama, Notre Dame, Ohio State, Clemson, Texas A&M, Florida, Cincinnati, BYU, Miami. Hurricanes are at seven and one. They're number nine, and Indiana is number ten. Georgia just outside the top twenty, uh, top ten at eleven. The, so sorry the, about that. The no, fighting I, spillers have turned it around. That's, that's for yeah, sure. Yeah. You know, Manny's got the boys working hard. Down I guess. There, so. And you know the team that that apparently nobody wants to play is Florida State. <laughs> 
They keep having this COVID thing. It has followed them around big time. There's a number of college teams that they just can't get a break. And I know. And then they're one of them. Been tough. Uh, for his effort, uh, Justin Herbert, for the... Look, this is the future of the L.A. Chargers. Mm-hmm. It's Justin Herbert. 316 yards passing yesterday uh, in a losing effort to Buffalo, 27-17. But, I mean, this kid's put him up every... Yeah, they just got to build I, some other stuff around him, and and look, the Chargers are going to be look. Rivers, I think Rivers needed a change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wasn't a good change this weekend, but I think for the Colts, he's a good fit. Yeah, and I think he and Wright, I think, were associated together at the Chargers in a previous life. Um, but you got um, you know you get Atlanta coming back. Atlanta, who did they? So, they, they beat the they Broncos. Beat, uh, who didn't nah, have a quarterback? They they beat uh, they beat the Raiders. Oh, the Raiders. Okay, forty three six, just roared at them. Um, the Giants win over Cincinnati. They beat the Bengals nineteen seventeen. Giants actually, I think, are either leading the East. I NFC thought at one time they might have been on top. At or one they're on top, yesterday. one or the other. Because it's them, Philadelphia, and Dallas. Well, Washington's in there, too, yeah, now. Believe it or not. It's, I don't know who comes out yeah. of there. Tennessee is a three seed at Yee. present. Yeah. With a big win over uh, Indy yesterday, 45-26. I'm still scratching my head over that one. Uh, those are some of the notables in Miami. Fitzpatrick put up 257 yards. Wow. You wow. can bury me in Lubbock, Texas. In my Listen online to WTKI Talk at WTKIRadio.com. Just got a wreck report at 431 at Cave Springs. That one's coming in with injury and confirmed entrapment. Addison Park in a neighborhood off Research Park had an injury. You could create a memory for Christmas dinner by serving an Apple Lane spiral cut, honey glazed ham or turkey. Apple Lane's been bringing families together for 23 years. Highway 20, Decatur, or Madison Boulevard. I'm Captain Nick in the Jordan Lane Popeye Skywatch Traffic Center on WTKI Talk. In the Army National Guard, soldiers serve part-time and close to home. My community means everything to me. It helped shape me into who I am today and is where I choose to raise my own family. That's why I joined the Army National Guard. I'm proud of where I'm from. And as a soldier, I get to give back to the people that helped me succeed. The education benefits I got from serving helped me get my degree and jumpstart my career. The training and leadership skills I've gained from the Army National Guard help me every day when I teach young people, help my neighbors, and look out for my community. I know that when my neighbors need us the most, my fellow soldiers and I will be ready. My family loves it here, and my part-time service means we get to stay here. Serve part-time in the community you live in as a proud member of the Army National Guard. Talk to your local recruiter or visit NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Alabama Army National Guard. Aired by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. We paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-413-1391. That's 1-800-413-1391. 1-800-413-1391. Call now. 
Customers want best-in-class solutions, so we've added some new vendors like Konica Minolta, Lyosi Group President Nick Lyosi, and our next-level team has added Premier Automation Solutions. We're not here to sell you one product. We're here to help you find the right solution for your specific needs, even if it means we don't sell you anything. Drake Avenue and at LyosiGroup.com. Over 50 years of doing the right thing. Tradition at Stanley's is a little something different for everybody. The meatball, ham and Swiss, the pizza sub, steak combo, turkey, tuna subs, Italian cold cut, vegetarian, the kitchen sink, hot or cold, they all have one thing in common, fresh baked bread. And don't forget those great sides, fried green tomatoes, mushrooms, cheese sticks, onion rings and fries. Huntsville's original sub, Stanley's, Jordan Lane and Holmes Avenue, and Governor's Drive, just west of First Baptist Church. Like Stanley's on Facebook and receive special offers. Are you receiving unemployment? You could be a victim to fraud. Here's how you can protect yourself and your benefits. Never post your personal information online. Never pay anyone who says they can speed up your claim. And always keep an eye on your credit report and bank accounts to monitor your sensitive information. Report fraud at labor.alabama.gov slash fraud. Brought to you by the ADOL ABA and this station. ADOL is an equal opportunity employer program. Auxiliary aids and services available upon request to individuals with disabilities. Dial 711 for TTY accessibility. show economics for dummies tom sullivan weeknights at eight and saturdays at three on wtki talk so he's considered post-punk really he came came along after the real punk movement came but uh he's still punk that's for sure william michael albert broad four names Wow. And he turned himself into an idol. Yeah. Billy Idol, uh, native of the UK, he's 65. Oh, he's old fart Good today. Lord. Good Lord. That is old fart to me. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, punk rock, you identify him with all this. Punk rock, hard rock, glam rock, mm-hmm. dance rock, sure. dance punk, <laughs> new wave, and post-punk. He's before, during, and after, I guess. Uh, I guess so. Hmm. Well... <laughs> He was uh, quite the party animal. I don't know how much he's doing as a 65-year-old, but... Uh, you know, they don't party like they used to. Just no. like, you know, I've, I've noticed this. I, I I always look down when I'm, you know, when I'm... Look down and make sure that I know where I am and make sure I'm sure-footed. Right. Because at my age, I don't bounce like I used to. Mm, you just land. So, yeah. Plop. Face plant. It could be. Yeah. Could happen. So, uh, a couple of other things, if you have not heard... The Well, I was curious about this, so the story presented itself over the holidays. The new federal courthouse is going to be uh, under construction in 2021. They're un- unraveling the, uh, I guess, laying out the plans. It's going to have secure, I guess, under the building parking and all that stuff you have to worry about with federal courthouses now. The mural, which, have, now I have seen the Tennessee, I, I remember seeing the mural one time. Because one of the late uh, one of the late agents in charge here for the FBI, who's no longer with him, so I can talk about it, showed me the armory. Wow! <laughs> in the old in the current courthouse, I guess it's still there. It's been thirty years ago when I saw it, but it was like holy moly! There's a lot of stuff in here. 
They have the stuff. You saw Merle Haggers hanging at the courthouse? Is that what you said? No. no. The the mural, oh. which was uh, of the Tennessee Valley in 1937, is in one of the courtrooms at the current courthouse, which was built during the Great oh, Depression. Okay. The new one, all we know is it will be the Greek architecture that will have the traditional look. Mm-hmm. Uh, it won't be one of those fancy, like something they build out west or something. It's going to fit our profile. But it's going to be right there across from the Publix on the hill there, between it and Park Plaza. So they're laying it out. That I'll tell was you the what, word. between that and the new one, the building at the old uh, the Oakwood in the Parkway. That's yeah, right yeah, the service center service for the county. Center, yeah. yeah. Man, we are sprouting. And now the new city hall. Yeah. yeah. We got there's some good. more cranes going up for sure. Pussycat and keep you informed all at the same time. Fred Holland on WTKI Talk. I'm Liz Clayman, and this is the Fox Business Report. You'll be seeing plenty of Cyber Monday deals today. Holiday shopping started weeks ago, and online shopping was strong on Black Friday, but Adobe Analytics is predicting shoppers will spend 35% more than a year ago. Two Wall Street data and information firms are merging. S&P Global is buying IHS Market. It's an all-stock deal worth $44 billion. Tech-based businesses Airbnb and DoorDash now expect to raise even more money from their stock launches in mid-December. The Wall Street Journal says Airbnb was predicting it would raise $30 billion. Now it's forecasting $33 billion. DoorDash initially projected about $25 billion and now says it could be as much as $28 billion. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Cosola. Invested in you. Looking for the perfect gift? Get him a shirt from Untuck It. Now get 30% off everything and even deeper discounts on some of our favorite styles at the Cyber Monday sale happening now at Untuck It. Untuck It shirts are designed to be worn untucked. They're the easiest way to keep him looking sharp and feeling comfortable. You can't go wrong with their super soft flannels, easy wrinkle-free shirts, and their world-famous polos. So don't miss the Cyber Monday sale on now. Find the perfect gift for every guy on your list at your nearest Untuck It store or at UntuckIt.com. Untuck It. Shirts designed to be worn untucked. Just got a right report at 431 at Cave Springs. That one's coming in with injury and confirmed entrapment. Addison Park in a neighborhood off Research Park had an injury. You could create a memory for Christmas dinner by serving an Apple Lane spiral cut, honey glazed ham or turkey. Apple Lane's been bringing families together for 23 years. Highway 20, Decatur or Madison Boulevard. I'm Captain Nick in the Jordan Lane Popeye Skywatch Traffic Center on WTKI. Sometimes life is wonderful, and sometimes it's not. Cherish the good, but always be prepared for life's challenges. Private health care is private health insurance for ages 65 and under with medical, dental, vision, and even prescription coverage. If you're looking for health coverage at the best price and your annual household income is 35000 or more, give us a call at 800-626-4910. That's 800-626-4910. 
I'm attorney Gary Lackey. You know, you'll hear people say we're like a family, but here at the Lackey Law Firm, that's really true, not just a saying. I'm Justin Lackey. With my father and my sister, we have a special connection to each other. I'm Jennifer Lackey. At the Lackey Law Firm, when we take on your case, you become part of our family. You really do. And we'll always do whatever it takes to get everything you deserve. If you're injured, you worry about getting well, not about paperwork or insurance companies or figuring out how to get to your lawyer's office. I'll come to you. We worry about your case so you don't have to. When you've been injured, we know that your case is probably the biggest thing going on in your life. More important than almost anything else. And it's important to us, too, for one simple reason. Family takes care of each other, and the Lackey Law Firm will take care of you. The Lackey Law Firm. The Lackey Law Family. one 800 rights No representation is made that the quality of the legal services to be performed is greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. So old that he just might qualify to be a star on The Walking Dead. Fred Holland on WTKI Talk. But it's all over now and his show isn't Monday. Up a little bit. It's 41 uh, as we uh, deal with a little bit of wind chill tomorrow. Oh, it's going to feel cold tomorrow. Uh, we have a chance of rain snow mix kind of middle of the day and then some snow showers after five. Little or no accumulation expected. Tomorrow's just going to feel cold. Uh, Newper Davis is executive vice president and chief uh, products and security officer for Comcast. I'm looking, Newper, at this thing here and I, I'm, I'm astounded. 13.6 is the average number of internet linked devices connected to a home network and I'm going, holy crap. Really? Yes, you know, that is surprising. And actually what we also found is that for power users, that number can go up to like 35. I know that in my house, I probably have 50 devices that are connected. Well, you know, I start adding up. I got like all my new appliances and my I can check my, my, my uh, thermostat of one of my units in the house and all that. So yeah, I guess you start that that's all considered and when you're in your house with your phone, you're you're connected if you've got it turned on, you're connected to your network there too, right? Absolutely. And you know your your gaming consoles, your um voice assistants, your cameras, your phones, your laptops, um thermostats, washing machines, fridges. I mean everything is connected these days and talking to the internet. All right, here's the one that's scary. This is an average, too. 104 average number of cyber attacks blocked per household per month. This is the ones we don't know about, right? Yes, and and let me just actually add a little more color to that. So um, this is our um, Xfinity XY Advanced Security product. And it's blocked on average, like you said, 104 threats a month. These are threats against your home network, your home devices. If you, if we just look across our 19 million households uh, from January to October of this year, we actually blocked six billion—that's billion with a B—holy moly—with our spy advanced security products. 
So how do you, I, I, you know, used to be you never click on something from somebody you don't know. You got to be careful going to websites, clicking on the wrong boxes. What what do we need to do on our end? Or, or is this kind of all you guys are just trying to catch them all as you can back there in the, you know, with the catcher's mitt, right? Trying to get as many of them as you can and hope none get through. Is that where we are? No, you know what, we, um, we we do catch as many as we can, but number one defense against cyber threats is you. And there are four things that I would recommend. Uh, the very first is multi-factor authentication. So um, especially for your sensitive sites, right, your banking sites or sites where you do e-commerce, make sure that you turn on multi-factor authentication. And multi-factor authentication is another factor besides just your username and password. Mm-hmm. So that could be your thumbprint, you know, a, a SMS text that comes to your phone, your facial recognition. And the way it protects you is even if your username and password get stolen, you will still need that third factor that is very hard to steal. Gotcha. So that's number one. Number right. two. Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, what's number two? Number two is enable auto updates on these all of these devices that you just um, mentioned. If they were built by a responsible manufacturer, that manufacturer will be plugging security holes and adding security features throughout that lifetime of that device. So when you first install the device, configure it for auto update, and you'll be better protected. Third is what you just mentioned, think before you click click on that link. Think before you click on that link. Phishing continues to be the number one way that hackers put malware on your system or try to steal your information. And then finally, make sure your broadband connection is secure. So talk to your internet service provider, ask them how they're protecting your connection. For example, if you're an Xfinity customer, all you have to do is log into the Xfinity app and you are automatically protected by the XY Advanced Security product. All right. And I guess, does it make sense to to be hardwired to your, the more you use the wireless, the, the more threat there is? Is that true? No, your wireless can be protected and is protected really well. All right. So I worry about the wireless. The Small Business Advocate, Jim Blassenberg, Saturdays at 2 on 1450 AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI Talk. The smartest man in talk radio. You're going to be listening to one of the smartest people that you probably, and you know who this guy is. <laughs> it's me. He's Jim Blassingame. And now, I am going to teach some kids a lesson. I choose to take that literally. The Small Business Advocate. The Small Business Advocate. Jim Blassingame. Saturdays at 2 on WTKI Talk. Fire threatens everything in its path. When it threatens our nation and our communities, we respond. We bring the fight to the front line. The Army National Guard stands ready to face the dangers of Mother Nature and protect our homes and our neighbors. We will always be there when your community needs us the most. Discover more about all the ways you can serve part-time in your community by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Alabama Army National Guard. Aired by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. Celebrating capitalism and freedom 24 hours a day, 1450 AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI.